Hello and welcome to another comedy ramble. Those are my two dogs, Rosie and Gina. And we're going to Mains Perk, Wigan. Uh, more about that in a second. To do a bit of bird ignoring. There's Mains Perk across the road there. So what is bird ignoring? I'll tell you what, let's get safely across this road and I shall tell you. Here we are, here's the main gates to Mains Perk. I've just seen a magpie, by the way, but I've pretended that I haven't. A little bit more about that in a second, because that's all part of bird ignoring. Right, let's just let my dogs off. There we are. Pause this. Right, okay, so bird ignoring. What's the difference between this and bird watching? Well, bird watching, as its name implies, is all about watching birds. Obvious, really. Um, usually done with a, I don't know, you don't have to have equipment, but you can use binoculars, uh, spotting scope, uh, field guides to look up the birds that you've seen for identification purposes, all that kind of thing. You don't need any of that for bird ignoring. Don't get me wrong, I've nothing against bird watching, I enjoy it myself. Uh, something which Alan Bennett, playwright, referred to as, uh, what was it he said? He said, bird watching, he said, he's knitting but for more outdoorsy type of people. Yes. Right, sorry, I had to pause the camera then because I'd just seen a blackbird and it very nearly saw me. Um, and I'd better tell you a bit, little bit more about that. What is bird ignoring as opposed to bird watching then? Well, bird ignoring is all about making a conscious effort to actually look at a bird and then pretend that you've not seen it and shifting out the way quick. Um, you may do this in supermarkets with colleagues. You know, you see somebody you work with, oh, flaming heck, Brian's there. Don't let him see me. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, either maybe you're tired, you can't be bothered, or basically you just downright don't like the person. So what you do is, uh, you know, you suddenly take an interest in the cut-priced beans as he's looking at whatever, because you can see him looking across. Um, and you think, oh, yeah, you do the old, oh, I know what I forgot, I need to go and get milk, Luke. Which is um, you know, something we all do, and then you, you scarp a quick. And then you're in work, and then there he is, there's Brian or whoever. Said, uh, oh, you were in uh, Tesco on Friday. So, uh, yeah, I was, you know, all nonchalant like, yeah, yeah, uh, well, were you there? Yeah, well, I didn't see you. You know, total lies, but if you can do that, then you can do bird ignoring. So what equipment do you need? Well, you could use binoculars if you don't know what the bird is to identify it, and then you can look through a book. Um, kind of defeats the object, really, because if you're going to focus so much interest in identifying it, then it's hardly ignoring it, is it? Yeah, prime example, there's my little dog there. Yeah, it's a wood pigeon. She's hers. Definitely, I'm not bringing her again. That is not ignoring it. It's getting more attention though. Defeats the object. Right, yeah, so my bit of advice regarding doing something like that is stick with the bird. You can easily identify it first. Um, you can do all this other thing as bird watching. Go out and watch them, identify them, spot them, look through a telescope, look through binoculars. You can't do it when you're bird ignoring though. Something, you know, maybe a robin in your, your garden or a house sparrow and then start by ignoring it. Just look at it as it looks at you, look away quickly 
or pick a newspaper up and read it. No, yeah, you've ignored it. That you can add to your ignore list, or Iggy list, as it's known. By the way, bird ignorers are known as biggers. You know, bird ignorers, bird eggers, biggers, yeah, you can work it out. Um, other thing as well, somebody said, can you take photos of them? No, not really. Again, you're making a conscious effort by taking a photograph. And if there's any other biggers about, you can actually show them this. You've got evidence that you're not bird ignoring. Uh, you could take a photo of where the bird's been. That's a different thing, yeah. Or you could ignore a bird and get a friend to take a photo of you ignoring it. That's a different matter. Yep, different matter entirely. Um, another technique you think you may be able to try, but I would advise against, is by knowing where there's a bird. So that like maybe somebody will say, oh, uh, I'm such an area of water, there's, uh, I don't know, cattle egret been spotted. And you think, brilliant. Now, you should make the effort to go along there and, again, ignore it. Just knowing about it, think, I think I'll stay in and watch Big Brother. Nope. That's no use. The programme's rubbish anyway, but we'll not go there. Um, the thing is, that's bird avoiding. And that's a different thing entirely. There is a group of bird avoiders, and if that's a hobby for you, I suggest you look more into that. Um, bird avoiders tend to ignore bird ignorers. So I would, just for that, but I don't know, I think they're a funny lot. I'd avoid the bird avoiders, or even ignore the bird avoiders. Now, there's a group who avoid bird ignorers, who avoid bird avoiders, but no, no, this gets complicated. Okay, let's carry on. Um, again, yep, I can't show you, but over to my left, yep, a hooded crow. I'm just going to walk over to it and then walk away quickly. And I can't do it, obviously, on camera, because again, you know, defeats the object. Back in a second. Flaming heck, it wasn't a carrion crow after all, it was a hooded crow. And the ruddy thing stirred right at me, so that doesn't count. I can't put that on my list today. Oh well, let's see what else there is. Hang on, look over there, or rather don't, let's point on the camera that way. Right, yeah. Another blackbird, but let's go and have a look at it. Well, that one backside, I was wrong, it wasn't uh, a blackbird after all. Uh, it was a crisp packet. It was, yep. There's my dogs in front of the cafe. Look at that lovely building there, isn't it? Right, now down there is the duck pond. This is where we'll try a bit of extreme bird ignoring. We're going to go down to there. There's going to be loads of birds. Uh, usually, let's say mallard, black-headed gulls, um, there may be some geese on there, not sure, if, no I don't think there are, but yeah, loads of mallards, loads of black-headed gulls, so we're going to go down there and have a try ignoring them, so here we go, right we're about ready to go, are you ready Rosie, 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 come here, look here, shall we ignore the ducks, eh? Can we ignore the ducks? <coughs> yep, I think we're ready. Here goes. Yep, there we are. Our dogs running up and down. The, you can probably see them. Black-headed gulls flying over. Loads of mallards, as I say. 
I don't know how clear this is because I know the quality of my filming is not good. Um, some feral pigeons there, walking about. There's one. So why am I filming these? Well, because they've seen me. So I can't ignore them. What I'm going to do is I'm going to creep round the other side of the pond. Till next time, bye for now. So, did you hear about the amorous owl who stirred in because it was raining? That's right, it was too wet to woo. I think that's bad. Here's another one. There's a golden eagle and a sparrow and a chassis. And the golden eagle says to the sparrow, he says, uh, Listen, I'm just wondering, because he did impressions of Alan Bennett, you see. He said, I'm just wondering why I'm so big and strong, and you are so small and puny. The little sparrow looks up, he says, well, he says, I've not been so well. Yep, very poor. Yes, here is another comedy ramble. I've not done one of these for a bit, although I've been doing loads of rambling and bird watching. Um, this is uh, me walking alongside a local river, not too far away from where I live, looking for some grey wagtail. There we are, that's what I do of an evening. Like Indiana Jones, me, except he goes looking for treasure and gets chased by Nazis, whereas instead I go for a walk with two dogs and binoculars and... Nothing like Indiana Jones, really, but anyway, um, as I said, another comedy ramble, so I thought, well, we'll do one about bird watching. So here goes. You see them going past there, three little ducks, 222. That's cheating, isn't it, because bingo, it should be two little ducks, 22. Or, um, what is it, six and two, clickety duck. Or a duck and a fat lady, 28. Aye. Um, yeah, what the hell am I on about? God knows, God knows. Yes, um, here we go. Yes, so, uh, bird watching. Uh, the question is, how did it come about? Well, I should imagine it the same way that history came about. Um, somebody just decided to invent it. You know, in the early days with history, um, I mean, that was a doddle to learn. When was the battle of such a thing? Last Tuesday. What did you have for your dinner yesterday? You know, that kind of thing. You know, you, in the dawn of time, you'd not really much to go back on, had you? So, um, I think it's the same with bird watching. So, here we are, Caveman Og. Or Og, or whatever his name is, he comes along. And his mate sees a bird there. He says, what's that? He says, um, it's, it's, um, it's a bird. Um, now, this is, of course, if we go down... Darwin's theory of evolution and we uh, discount Adam and Eve and all that, you know, because everything in the garden had a name and what's that here? It's a serpent. How do you know? Well, it looks like a serpent. All right. What's that? Rhinoceros. Oh, and a tiger and a lion. Uh, surely these shouldn't be on the same continent. Anyway, I digress. So, yeah, so Caveman Hogs there. His mate says, oh, Luke, what's that? He says, it's a bird. And I said, a bird, is it? Yeah. I said, they fly them, you know. I said, that's how you can tell it's a bird. It's not a cow. Skies don't fly. All right, he says. Well, he said that there's another bird there. He says, that doesn't look the same. He says, no, that's because that's... It's, it's, it's a different one. What, you mean like, um, you know, Og and Og, like we look different? He says, well, yeah. 
And this must be when he thought, I'm, I'm onto something here. If I give each of these a name and categorise them, everybody else will have to follow suit and they'll have to learn this. And I think that's what happened. I said, right, well, what's that? They said, oh, that's a sparrow, that. I said, what sort of sparrow? He said, what do, what do you mean, what sort? He said, well, there's another one there, what looks different. Oh, that, that stood near a tree, that's a tree sparrow. I said, what's this one? He says, well, this is a house sparrow. He said, well, uh, I mean a cave sparrow. He says, because houses ain't been built yet. Well, fair enough, he says. What's that black one over there? And he thinks, um, well, that's a blackbird. All right. And there's one over there, um, kind of like pied markings on it, and it's wagging its tail. I think you're giving them me these, you know, you're making it easy for me. So, oh, that, that's, uh, that's a pied wagtail, that is. Oh, that pied wagtail. Hey, you're good at these, aren't you? It's great stuff, I'm making this up as I go along. The beggar was, though, he um, thought, I'm not going to remember all these, and he's going along, that's a thrust, that's a touch and such, and he thinks, there's only so many of these I can retain in memory. I think I'd better start writing them down. Of course, pen and paper not being available at the time, it was stone and chisel, and just pausing while I come and have a look over at the river to see if there's anything here. Water, obviously. I always found these in rivers. Just seeing what any mules are down here. Oh, look, that's a current area. That's my dog. Yeah, so, I mean, this is the trick now, isn't it? Comes along, says, um, you know, I'm going to have to uh, work out what these birds are and document them. So he's walking about, and there he is with his rudimentary chisel and a rock. And he's jotting all these down. And uh, yeah, that's how the first bird boot was invented. Um, of course, a lot of cavemen ended up with hernias carrying these things around. You know, it's quite ironic, really, that these pocket boots existed and they didn't even have pockets, they only had animal skins. Um, so there we have it. That's how it came about. As to binoculars and telescopes and all that, they didn't have them at the time. Uh, if you wanted to know a particular bird, you either had to squint or you had to go closer up. But of course that was in the olden days. You know, you walked up to things if you wanted to see them. You know, you didn't need things to see so far away. I mean, the moon's up in the sky. How many miles away is that? You can see it. Yeah. Anyway, that's been me ranting and rambling and coming up with my usual rubbish. Um, I'm off skin out with the binoculars and the dogs to go bird spotting. So, until next time, bye for now.